Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 122. Static in Africa and Shebang with Kevin Lynch. Hi, pals. Time for more. Yeah, I still I still don't have anything to say there. It's what are we like 100 episodes into this more? Mm-hmm. Still don't know. Uh, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. I'm Flunk. I was like, oh, shit. Does he know? Does he know to say his name? Does he know what his name is? Shit. Like, yeah, great. Good. Good job. <sighs> so, Flunk, Yo. I, I'm, I'm always curious. How well do you know this show? Have mm-hmm. you seen any of this show? Do you, um, you not at all. Um, okay. And this is actually exciting for me because moving forward with the show, I have not watched anything. So, oh wow, Ooh. there are a couple of very big crossovers mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, because um, we but... Justice League was on Cartoon Network and we didn't have cable at the time, so I never yeah. got around to it. And ah, oh, you yeah. haven't seen Justice League either? No. Oh, that's exciting! Wow. I know. Yeah. I mean, we got to do the Zeta well, and other than first, but... the Zeta Project movies, mm-hmm. and obviously I've seen those. But oh yeah, of course, well, of course. Who hasn't? When the yeah. robot learns how to love. Mm-hmm. What Zeta head hasn't seen every episode and knows it frontwards and backwards? Listen, Zeta Project: called... The Next Generation. Yep. yep Zeta yep, Project yep. Nine. Mm-hmm. Listen, we used to be called Zeta heads. Now we're called Projectos. <laughs> oh, of course. This is like a Trekkie Trekkers thing, right? Yeah, like exactly. The, the Zeta heads don't take it as seriously as we do. Yeah, Zeta heads are nerds. We're the we're the real fans. Yeah, of course. Oh God, that felt like a turd in my mouth. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> ah, you're gonna get really mad now when they reboot Zeta Project as a woman. I will. <laughs> I hate when women are do- when people become women. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me, not to mansplain, but I think it's that they're women the whole time and not that they become them. I know you might not understand that. but Oh, yeah, no, I have no idea what you're talking about at all. Yeah, I assist dude completely understand this concept and now we'll explain it to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, that was that was like shame in my mouth. Uh Yeah, also not the most awkward conversation we're going to have today. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Well. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of a better segue into me summarizing Static in Africa, so let's go. Yep. Last week, we discussed at length how the show is finally starting to look not embarrassing next to its DC animated contemporaries, and how horrible the horrible price for this upgrade is that we now have to endure Richie with powers. And now it would appear that we're getting another long-running animated series is struggling for ideas premise because the Hawkins family is going to Africa. Except... Actually, this ends up being the best episode they've done so far, and not just because there's almost no Richie to be seen, or because nobody says the phrase bang baby even once. Mm. These are definitely contributing factors, but there's so much more going on here. Like what a big nerd Mr. Hawkins is about this trip, and how absolutely awestruck he and his kids are by the people in sights of Ghana. Side note, not treating Africa like a single country and actually specifying that they're in Ghana certainly doesn't hurt. Also, they arrive in an actual, you know, city, like countries have. And I haven't even gotten to Anansi, the super cool local superhero that Virgil meets and teams up with. He's like African Zorro, and I love him. Uh, if you're wondering where all the jokes are in this summary, this is a completely valid point. I've spent a few hours mulling over exactly where the funny angle is in this joyful episode that allows our young African-American protagonist to strongly connect to the rich culture and history of the place where his ancestors were violently ripped away to build this garbage barge of a country entirely against their will. And... Maybe better comedy writers than I could find that funny angle, but it just doesn't feel right to me, so this is what you get this week. Next time, maybe I'll mention Chompus and seven or eight new names for Hot Streak. It'll be very stupid, whatever it is, I promise. Yeah, this episode ruled. It yep. was amazing, but also it's like, oh, I don't want to make fun I, of that. Again, that, you know, that. <laughs> uh, three white people strike again. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. And prob- probably in the uh, le- the least worst way three white people could strike something. <laughs> <laughs> no, this episode was was amazing. And there was like uh, I, I rarely use the um, the kids love mm-hmm. concept for for this series because it's a kids friendly series. They usually don't go too dark or mm-hmm. and they, it's not that they went dark. But they called out the evils of colonialism. Yeah. They actually acknowledged slavery. They they talked about slavery instead of it just like sort of hinting, yeah, some bad stuff happened before. Like, mm-hmm. TV didn't do that a lot. 
I like I feel like, you know, like the censors could easily just be like, well, you know, could we maybe not make it look like white people are terrible? No, we um we 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 we, we are going to is what's going to yeah. happen here. They just they fully embrace the whole idea of like like they talk a lot about Afrocentrism mm -hmm. and and how like uh, the country they're in is one of the first to break free of colonialism yeah. and just it's it's so good. And Richie's only in it in a couple of phone calls, mm -hmm. and in one of them, Virgil's like, uh, like I just feel like I belong here. Is this how you feel all the time? And Richie's just like, yeah, I guess I don't know. And it's just like white privilege personified, right? Yeah, exactly. There. Yeah, whatever. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I guess so, homie. Okay, mm -hmm. Richie, calm down. Oh God, good for yeah. you, buddy. Uh, no, if Long's right, he would he would say something less cool than buddy. Yeah, but um, I don't have to. Ah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> No, it it was like it was doing a lot of those things that all of us were not really even aware of mm -hmm. until I don't know five or ten years ago. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, uh, just and Dwayne McDuffie wrote this one, and and this is when I when I talk about him being great, this is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. It's just it's, okay. It's it's just it's just such a wonderfully joyful episode, you know. Yeah, Virgil spends the entire thing just like. Looking around in awe, yeah. Like before before he meets the superhero, even yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just happy to be on vacation with his family in like yeah. a place that really like speaks to him. Yeah, yeah, and it's great that his little arc there is great too because the beginning he's every teenager on a vacation with his parents. He doesn't want to be there. This yeah. is boring, Dad. Dad, I love you, but uh, enough already. It's I don't like care I, what the I, annual rainfall is. I I get that you're very excited, but um, yeah. But then, well, then and like the whole like, first half of the episode too. There's not even any superheroing. Like it's just, mm -hmm. it's just the Hawkins family hanging out. Yeah, yeah. And there is some supervillainy happening, mm -hmm. and Virgil has to use his powers discreetly. So mm -hmm. it's still, yeah, it's train still rescue. Static shock. What's that? Train rescue. He's a superhero. Yep. He's got to stop a train. Yep. Yeah. Which we've always said is one of the like fundamental superhero things. Mm -hmm. And it's great because again, that way it's still Static Shock, but he's not putting on his costume and flaunting it around and mm -hmm. like, hmm, there's that superhero who's about Virgil's age with Virgil's haircut who happens to be in Ghana at the same time we are. Huh. Odd oh well. that. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, Static and Virgil are good friends, so. Uh... Oh, of course. Well, this is kind of your bad thing, right? I mean, yeah, because it was real hard to find a bad thing in this incredibly uh -huh. good episode, but um, uh -huh. I guess nobody ever looks at Virgil because he is just doing his Static stuff all the time and no one ever seems to notice. Like he statics his his backpack off of the uh, off of the um. Oh yeah, they make a th terminal. they make a thing out of him. Like his his shoulder hurts, mm -hmm. like from the from the flight, from lifting stuff, all that. So getting the bags off the uh, the turn the the you know the thing at the airport mm -hmm. is hard for him. So he's like, oh, I'll just static them off then. <laughs> and I mean, like I could get if this were subtle, but it's not. Like it's that flashing thing that is trying to murder me. Oh yeah. I get the train well, makes a little more sense just because I can understand everyone staring at the go giant cat man. Yeah. And yeah, also so Ghana's favorite superhero. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, which I didn't I, I only very briefly mentioned his name is Anansi. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually Maggie, this is your good thing. So why don't we just. Oh, yeah. Nancy rules. Um, mm -hmm. I really love that him. Uh, as far as I can tell, new character. Like, yeah, it's fun. I, I called him African Zorro, but there's a lot more to it. than Oh, that. so much more. Like, he's got a great dynamic with Virgil. He's fun. He has really unique powers. Like, he's kind of like the Shadow. He's kind of like Spider-Man. I was talking to you guys before the the show. Um, it'd be really easy to just have him do Spider-Man shit, you know? Like, mm -hmm. at one point, Virgil's like, yeah, now use your web blast on him. Thwip, thwip. And he's like, I don't do the... the I'm not that kind of spider that's guy. That's a different guy. But, like... Like he wall crawls, but like he just kind of strolls along the uh, along walls, and like it just it looks really yeah, he's like cool. An, he's like he's like in an Escher painting, where just like the wall is the floor to him. Yeah, exactly. There's there's um, I think this is actually Flunk's good thing. Like him and uh uh Static team up at one point, and he's just flying around on the bottom of Static's disc. Yeah, yeah. Static's flying on top. That is my good thing. Yeah, Static's yeah. flying. You know, like like he flies, and then like mm -hmm. the camera pans out, and Nancy's just standing on the bottom of his disc, and yeah, the visual is so funny, and like I just I was delighted every single time mm -hmm. I saw it. 
Well, and we, we were talking about how terrible Richie is because that's the main topic of conversation anytime you talk about this mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. And just how he's this unnecessary comedy relief for a character that's already pretty funny. Yep. But this this character really shows how you could do that right, where he's he's also funny. Both mm-hmm. of them are very lighthearted, like quippy heroes, and they don't they're not competing, they're working together. And they're funny, like, like it's set up and payoff instead of just, I'm funnier than you. Yeah. And it's so much better. It's it's just the great, this great move of, like, Static is so excited to meet this guy, and this guy is just very much like, hey, look at this cool kid. This guy rules. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a line at the end where he's like, yeah, there's no, uh, there's no black superheroes in, in America for me to look up to. And Nancy says, there is a black superhero in America. It's you. Mm-hmm. It was really it's nice. Like, yeah. Like I seriously like teared up there. It's yeah, like, that is so sweet. Like it's just such a it's such an earnest episode. Yeah, and yeah, of course I don't personally relate to the to the to the racial aspect of it, but just in terms of this kid mm-hmm. seeing representation, seeing someone who matters to him, being inspired. Like mm-hmm. I totally get all that, and it's so well done. Well, ah, it, I love it. Yeah. Well, it's just like you know we like this kid, and he's like you know I'm just so happy for him. Yeah. He's a little starstruck, but it's it's not the same as when he works with Batman. Yeah, exactly. It's starstruck in a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And really, this is my good thing. It's just, I love all the stuff about him feeling comfortable in Africa, seeing a black superhero. And like I said, they didn't shy away from, like, look, the reason they're, they feel, you know, happy and connected over here is because some bad shit happened. Because, mm-hmm. you know, 400 years ago, their ancestors probably lived right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess what happened? Yeah. So there was, I I don't want to get this wrong, so I'm going to do sort of broad strokes. Mm -hmm. But I know there was a movement, I want to say in like the 70s, maybe the 80s, somewhere around there, where a lot of black people who could afford it, like Mm -hmm. obviously it costs a lot of money, were were going back, like making pilgrimages or whatever. And I know this because Richard Pryor did a bit in one of his stand-up sets where he's talking about that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know anything about it. I'm I'm just going to be honest about that. But I know there's a big thing to like mm-hmm. hey let's go let's really see what it was about let's go back let's let's start wearing the clothes and studying the culture and and listening to the music and mm-hmm. all that and and it felt like it was really getting caught up in that and i really like i like that it felt like it felt like it tied to a real world cultural thing yeah. that was happening you know what yeah, i mean? I, th- I think i remember hearing about that like it was like in right. the 90s you probably saw a lot of uh black dudes wearing like the daishikis yep. and, and that stuff Yep. Like, and again, I don't want, I, I'm so terrified I'm going to get this wrong. But I know, like, broadly, there was just a, a an increased interest in mm-hmm. that. And, and, you know, I think they were just trying to put that in this. And I really like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Flunk, what was your bad thing? Uh, my bad thing was also very briefly about Nancy, because just like you guys, I had a very hard time finding anything bad. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. when he's in his civilian disguise, they try to do the fake out of, you know, there's this weird character lurking in the shadows. Is he the bad guy? And he's got like, Mm -hmm. you know, the regular mask covering his, his mouth and nose. But then when he turns into a superhero, his mask covers the top of his head. Make up your mind, dude. Which one is it? <laughs> it's like that scene in DuckTales where uh, Louie's wearing a towel and then he takes it off and puts on a shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, I've seen all of you now. <laughs> yeah, but his uncle famously only wears a shirt. Uh-huh. So. Except when he's you in the it? shower. But, well, right, of course. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, Nancy was absolutely delightful. I, I would assume that... Uh, Neil Gaiman making the character in American Gods and then later Anansi Boys was based on the same like like they must have used like the same yeah mythical I, I, I tried Nancy's to uh, the, uh, read a little bit about Afri- the myth but yeah um, he's the African uh, trickster. it was getting too dense for me yeah ah, he's like the African Loki yeah he's the African like tris- 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 trickster right. god of stories mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, wisdom um, spiders yeah 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 I know yeah. just enough to not know anything you know yeah. But I, I recognize the name. Yeah, uh, he does point. fight a uh, a cat at one point. So, mm. see, because that was kind of my bad thing. It's not that mm-hmm. spiders and cats don't fight, I guess, but it's like they. And again, hard to find anything because mm-hmm. really, this episode was like this. If you told me there's a black superhero written by Dwayne McDuffie, 
this is sort of what I imagine, like what I yeah. hope it would be. Like this is the this is this is sort of the perfect episode of that idea. Mm-hmm. But you know, got to think of something. Um, th- so uh, the the cat I believe was called Osibo. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of really lame banter where he's like, uh, the the spider has finally caught the cat in his web. Mm-hmm. That, that's not how spiders work. I I have seen very few fights between a cat and a spider, and I will tell you this: it doesn't usually go great for the the uh, spider. I'm gonna say I've seen quite a few, and it usually ends in the cat squishing the spider with his paws and eating it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe in Africa they're bigger, and the cats are smaller. I don't know. I mean, that makes sense. Well, it's the another cats are continent, bigger. It's, you know? it's a, uh, well, it's mm-hmm. it, the the myth is a tiger, but um, as Mr. Hawkins points out, there are no tigers in Africa. So, oh yeah. yes. Just makes me think of the uh, the bit in uh, Monty Python and the uh, the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. A tiger in Africa? Well, it probably escaped from a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Let's see. Uh, the uh, uh, Nancy was voiced by uh, Carl Lumley, who will later, or actually, continue, you know, currently with this show, but later for us, voice uh, Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Like he was doing an accent, but mm-hmm. that was that was pretty pretty obviously his voice, and mm-hmm. I like that guy. So actually, that was my uh, hey, it's that guy is um, oh yeah, uh, Spawn himself, Michael J. White is uh, Osibo. Oh wow, oh. I knew I recognized the name, but mm-hmm. I didn't know from where. He so does like a million direct to DVD action movies, but then also has a real mm-hmm. acting career. Mm. Oh, I mean that's well, nice work if you can get it. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, uh, there, there was Amanda had suggested as a bad thing. If she had been on, this would have been her bad thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't bother me, but I see why it bothered her. Sure. Uh, basically, bitches be shopping. Oh, Sharon's yeah, just, yeah. Just buying clothes the whole time. But I, I don't know. She's a teen girl, and like, you don't want to make her too much of the plot to overshadow Virgil. So what are you gonna give her? Like, yeah, it's that or a cute boy. I would mm. think. And Virgil calls her Shapazulu at one point, which I thought was a pretty good pun. Yeah, that uh, is, that's that's a Virgil pun is what that is. Yeah. It's kind of good, but he really sells it. Mm-hmm. Like that's most of his jokes are like, oh, that's okay, but you, you okay, mm-hmm. real charming kid. So it's actually a little funnier because because you said it. I really liked. Uh, I'm not really gonna miss get Africa Virgil. Why you brought the, you're bringing all of it back with you? Yeah, no, there was a lot of good like, and as ever, I love the sort of sitcom vibe. Mm-hmm when we see this family, like they feel like, and Flunk, I know you haven't seen a ton of this, but when they're at home, the way they shoot, particularly when they're sitting down to breakfast or whatever in their kitchen is, it looks like a three camera sitcom. Yeah. It, it reminds me so much of watching like family matters back in the day, yep. you know, like all the, the, the pacing of the dialogue, like the rhythm of it is very like, you know, mm-hmm. set up, you know, punchline right. kind of thing and the, and the, and camera angles. And it's just, but in a, in a cute way. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, can, I can see that working really well. Yep. And this definitely felt like the episode where, you know, they they had a couple of bucks and they took the the, the cast on location. Someplace. The Connors are going to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except uh, I don't think Warner owns Ghana, I hope. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not yet. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Uh, What else? Oh, the, the so we talked about Virgil's new costume last week, mm-hmm. uh, but um, uh, he's got the jacket off. Yeah. He's he's in a more equatorial place where it's warm, so mm-hmm. he's got like the bare shoulders, and I like that look too. I he like looks the... great. Yeah, oh, I, I like, like that. That weirded me like... out. Yeah, it, like it I said, it's when Donald Duck first. wears something different. I'm like, no, you're a cartoon. You're supposed to wear the same clothes every day. <laughs> well, it's like we called that out every time in Superman, where Lois Lois ended up having like seven dresses. Oh yeah, in a cartoon, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's more than me. <laughs> but... I'm a real person. Yeah, well, but I mean, you did just sort of start buying dresses too. Mm, so. True. There is that to check back with you in a year. Yeah. Um. But no, I like I like a modular uh uh superhero costume. Like I like depending on the situation. Like yeah, I got the jacket. It's mm-hmm. cold in Dakota, but out here in the plains of Ghana, I can I can pare down to like bare shoulders and yep. I'm, you know I'm still disguised, but I'm more comfortable and just, and uh... like, I like it having pieces that come on and off. Yeah. That's a good idea. And uh, we got to show the gun show. Nah, uh, that's not too bad either. Yeah, exactly. He's he's got some muscle definition there, mm-hmm. which I don't know why he's complaining about lifting suitcases. He's got like you know he's got arms. Yeah, Virg, you're doing great. Listen. Yeah. 
I do love, they always show him, and I think it's just to remind the audience, hey, look what he can do. Mm-hmm. But it's, he's so lazy sometimes and just like, oh, yeah. why would I lift a finger when I have like electricity to do that for mm-hmm. me? I mean, let's be real. I would do that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, probably. Ugh, I don't want to get my keys. Mm-hmm. Zap. Ooh, keys are made of metal. <laughs> now I'd have a seizure. Mm-hmm. Just do the uh, the Bart Simpson zap. <laughs> you know, with the with the little gay ray. Oh gun. yeah, I love the little gay ray gun. Mm-hmm. The the gay gun. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, what else? Uh. This is the first time I is this new the zap uh wipe filter that they use? You know what I'm talking I don't think about? I noticed that. So like to do scene like transitions, a scene transition? they do like yeah. like electric oh, zaps onto okay. the uh I think that is new, yeah. Yeah. It's like a star wipe, but with electricity. Mm. Or any wipe in Star Wars. Yeah. George Lucas liked wipes. Oh yeah. I um uh, I think there's a new transformation sequence because what what I love is once again you pointed this out uh, last week, Maggie. Mm. Where uh, whenever he teams up with Batman, they don't have that first beat of a superhero team up where they fight first. Yeah, they just become friends, and this happened here too, mm-hmm. where he just he pulls Anansi aside and he's like, "Look, you keep a secret. Just mm. don't tell my dad, okay? I'm superhero." I and love he, like, that. Turns yeah, and he just so kind of yeah, he just lights up though, like he doesn't like shows like post you know shirt open and he's got the static shock logo underneath like yep. he right. just like zaps himself real quick yep yep but they uh they've had this sort of like uh i call it a he-man transformation maggie calls it a sailor moon like i, I think it's a generational thing mm-hmm. but like you know the the recycled animation they use every time he changes and they have a new one i think and i'm glad because i was real sick of that old yeah one. <laughs> uh, uh i think that's about it yeah, That's all I got. I um, okay. I loved how excited Pops was about all of this. Just like, oh yeah, me too. The whole yep. the whole episode, just like, no, this is awesome. And I also really love uh, your mother and I always wanted to take like we saved for years to take you guys to to this right. And, it and it's too bad she's she not here. Yeah, yeah. No, and and it's that it's like I was talking about. It's like the something that a, a lot of black families wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got to do this for my kid. I'm living the dream. Yeah. I got to do it. We're here. And he, you can see it. Like, he's just, he's so happy that mm-hmm. he managed to, to you know, because I'm sure it ain't cheap. Oh, yeah. Flying completely around the world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah, especially on a social worker's salary. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. A single dad social. Like, it's not like there's two incomes either. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good job, dude. They were supposed to go like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my quote is just some of uh, Virgil just just uh, being excited to be here. It's this. V-Man has a trip. It's amazing. There are black people everywhere. Dude, you're in Africa. No, Richie. I mean... Ever since I got here, I felt different. Connected. Hey, you know, when my dad went to Ireland, he got all goofy, too. It's not like that. It's, it's like I've been carrying this weight around all my life without knowing it. And now it's gone. What are you talking about, Verge? In Africa, I'm not a black kid. I'm just a kid. I mean, is this what it feels like for you all the time? Yeah, I guess. That's all. Again, like really good voice acting from Philomar. I I just I, I got I got the enthusiasm and the and the, the, the starstruckness mm-hmm. and all that, and I was it was very sweet. Yeah. Well, the second one can't possibly uh ruin this streak, right? No, there's a lot of good superheroing in this one. I, there, there was, but come on, it's not. There's no, no it's, way it's going to be yeah. nearly. Why don't Why don't you tell us, Long? Why don't you tell us what? And I and I got it wrong. It is not she bang. So so there's that. But uh, please take it away. All right, uh, Static Shock and Gear the Boy Wonder are out of patrol when there's trouble down at the old balloon festival. Static <laughs> Static zaps around, bravely stopping all these balloons from getting blown away, and Gear gets his foot stuck in a pumpkin. But just when it seems Static won't be able to save all the balloons, in flies a new hero. Shebang! She calls herself that because she's a girl who's a bang baby. And a she-bang is a good counterpart to a he-man. Anyways, <laughs> Virgil doesn't want a girl around girling up the place, and Richie acts like a Tex Avery cartoon. Later, at the burger place that serves cherry pie, Daisy and Frida show up with the new girl at school, Shanice. Well, I'm sure that's just a coincidence. They all go bowling, which is going great until Shanice's parents show up and sweep her under the rug. 
So then Hot Dog is blowing up a movie theater. He didn't like the movie he just saw. It's probably a reboot with a girl in it or something. Static and Hotbox go at it for a while. And then Shebang shows up and puts Hot Head on ice. Gear gets his head stuck in a toilet and he still hasn't gotten free from that pumpkin. (laughs) Some government type dudes grab Shebang. Static figures out who she is because it was a super hard mystery. And so he goes to talk to her parents. Turns out she's a clone or a robot or an alien or something. I don't know. It's not important. The company wants her back, though. Ah, capitalism. When the shifty agents try to eat Shanice's parents, Static loses them to their truck. Gear is actually useful. Well, his backpack named Backpack is useful. And it hacks the mainframe of the truck to find out where they took Shebang. She's on a plane, and it's taking off, but Static shocks so hard, and then Static shocks, and he's able to get on the plane, free Shebang, and the two of them team up to stop the bad guys. Gear is covered in pie filling, and no one really knows why. (laughs) Then Sharice's family has to move for some reason, but I'm sure she'll be back for many more extending adventures with Static, who's always liked her. Uh-huh. So. They've been. <clears throat> yes. So first things first. Yes. Uh, Flunk, you spell backpack as B-A-C-K dash P-A-C-K. I wish it were that good. <laughs> mm-hmm. That at it, least gives it like a, like a name. Yeah, that's, like that's what important. like the, yeah, what the toy has on it. Yeah, no. Mm. It's just backpack, lowercase b-a-c-k-p-a-c-k, the <laughs> A end. backpack named backpack. Yep. God, I hate him so much. I, I appreciate you continuing the tradition of not getting um, uh, the Hotfoot's name right. Mm-hmm. That's that's very important. I'm actually sad he wasn't throwing hot dogs around. He was just throwing regular fireballs. Oh, mm. listen, every, anytime he's not throwing a hot dog around, everybody's just going, why aren't you throwing hot dogs around? Look, Isn't that, that your that's name? your bit, right? Yeah. yeah, you're hot dog. I'm not hot dog. I'm hot... Um. Fuck, what am I? I forgot now. <laughs> hot fat uh, Well, it can't be hot, hot head because uh, my hair's not on fire like it is in the opening credits. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like every cartoon drawing of me until about five years ago. Yep. Well, the problem um, was the first time he did it, he set his hair on fire, and then he had to grow his hair back, and it just felt um, bad. Yeah. I'm not doing that again. Uh, I'm, just, I'm desperately trying to work in a reference to the universe where his head is a hot dog, but it's, it's just not coming. <laughs> um, Even there he found love. I think, yeah. I think the joke with him uh, being mad at the movie was a Star Wars thing. Because it, it was like Space oh. Battles Episode Nine, mm-hmm. And I was waiting for a yeah. specific, like, oh, here right we go. Here's prequel, a Jar Jar uh, reference. Yeah. Thankfully they didn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that's what they were going for there is like he's an angry fanboy. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. But look, I mean, we were all mad about it, but I don't want to see my my cartoon like antagonists getting mad about yeah. it. Just like that's stupid. Yeah. Do you have more yeah, important yeah. things to do? Exactly. Don't <laughs> no, you have a bank to rob or something? Why are you yeah. getting mad yeah. about a movie? I mean, let's be real. That's all Hot Fuss does. Like, he yep. just sort of wanders around being pissed off and ha- and like setting shit on fire. And I get it. Like the temper is supposed to be part of like his whole shtick, but mm-hmm. they really did set him up in the first two parter as like being Virgil's arch nemesis. Yeah, and they have not delivered. On he's that gonna. At all. He's, it's like, oh, this is the guy. No, it isn't. This is the I guy th- who gets pissed off because he tripped over a stick and burnt the forest down. <laughs> I killed Smokey the Bear's parents. <laughs> um. Uh... Yep. No, at this point, uh, I think Carmen Dillo is a is a larger threat than uh, mm-hmm. than Hot Spanks. <laughs> uh, oh, Carmen Dillo. Uh huh. I have no follow up to that. <laughs> I saw Flunk like about a week ago on Twitter. You posted a picture of Carmen Dillo, and you were talking about something else. And I was like, Oh God! Well, I, I, I just started watching the show. I, I um, you know. Um, getting caught up now, and so I just mm-hmm. found uh-huh. out that Carmen Dillo's superpower appears to be that he's made out of a Hawaiian shirt. He's got all these weird stains <laughs> yep. on him. It's true, <laughs> accurate. The armadillo is like a what do they call it in Marvel? Like a secondary mutation? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The thing is, he was already an armadillo when he got Bang Baby powers. Oh, it just gave well, him I mean, a Hawaiian this, shirt. This is the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Like shit, like that happens. Like Killer Croc exists. Yep. If someone can be born a crocodile, someone mm-hmm. can be born an armadillo, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But Check out the, uh, that, that the makes his parents even that much meaner for naming him Carmen. Carmen, uh-huh. yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Mr. and Mrs. Well, Dillo as... did not care for their child. 
I'm just picturing the the penguins' parents at the beginning of uh, Batman Returns, mm-hmm. but throwing their armadillo down a like off a bridge and then turns into a ball and just splashes harmlessly. Right, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. he's saved by a bunch of sewer dwelling armadillos. Yeah, which makes more sense than penguins. Well, yes, yes, it does. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Where do we begin? I don't know. Flonk, what's your good thing? Uh, more superheroes. It's a good yeah. week uh, between these two episodes for new uh, new superpowered friends that Virgil can hang out with, who then go away at the end of the episode until next mm-hmm. season. I know there is an episode entitled She Back, and I assume <laughs> that's her. Yeah. Fuck, that's funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it, it, particularly when I had uh, Tilo in the booth here reading all the bumpers for the show. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she back. <laughs> like, just <laughs> her cute little Tilo voice. It was great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't realize that was next season. Mm-hmm. So, Ugh, come on, guys. You, you keep bringing back, like, I don't know. Also, they keep talking about Alva being a thing, and he hasn't been around. Like, yep. they, they need to figure out who the recurrings are and, like, Keep them around. Yeah, meanwhile, they put Richie in the opening credits. Ugh. Yeah, well, we got a lot of Richie this time. Uh, yeah, Chompas, one and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, look, how are you going to top Chompas, yep. right? That's it for me. Good night, everybody. I mean, if they did a movie, Chompas I would out. love to see... Uh, <laughs> I would love to see uh, Jason Alexander as Chompas. That would mm-hmm. be perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, Chompas has left the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richie did do a Elvis oh. has left the building. Oh, so bad. Also, this it's like I was saying, Richie pissed me off is too. trying so hard to outdo Virgil's mm-hmm. jokes, and it's like the thing about Virgil is his jokes are bad, but they just keep coming, and he doesn't like he doesn't stick around for a laugh. He doesn't care. He's just like, oh, that one's a dud. Oh well. Yep. But but and, Richie really cares. Yeah. And, just and like when that. Richie was doing that too, like he was on TV, like talking to news reporters, mm-hmm. and dude, yeah. your mask doesn't cover your face. Like, what the no. fuck are you doing going on TV? I mean, I pointed this out last week, but the fact that Virgil is our, like, it's already straining credibility that Virgil's covering up his secret identity. Mm-hmm. And now he's hanging out with another superhero that looks just like the only kid Virgil hangs out yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I also, I know. covers Richie's of... dumb earring. Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> I, well, that's, this... mm, go ahead. This is my bad thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's been bugging me since uh, last episode, or since uh, the last week episode where, like, uh, Gear shows up for the first time. I'm, like, trying to figure out. Who does he look like? What is it that, like, that helmet mm-hmm. makes him look like? It's Hank. It's Hank Venture. <laughs> it's Hank Venture, and I hate it. If only. There's I got nothing my, Hank about this guy. I got my superhero costume now. Mm-hmm. No, you you nailed it last week when you said he looks like the worst member of the Burger King Kids Club. Yep. Yeah. That is accurate. Also, there's a shot of Richie in this, like, putting on his, on his costume, and, like, he is also really ripped in, like, the arm area. And it's like, yeah. there is no way in hell that Richie is armed at, uh, like, has, like, arms. Like, at best, yeah, that's, he that's is that's how skinny. they call it, armed. He is armed. armed. Uh-huh. Armous and dangerous. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, these two, like, th- these two science nerds uh-huh. who, before Virgil got his powers, we met were science nerds, mm-hmm. are not this jacked. Yeah, They're just no. not. Virgil's been a superhero for two years, so maybe he's built up some muscle. But, yeah. Or maybe it's that, uh, what do they call it, dynamo tension or whatever. One of those bullshit things that, like, used electricity to make your muscles bigger. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the things you put on your chest. The, the abs app Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how he's got muscles. He's just, like, lazily making them bigger with electricity somehow. I mean, he does that, that for, like, everything else, so. Yeah, and it's not even the tenth stupidest thing we've been asked to believe nope. he can do with electricity, so. <laughs> Yeah, this show really My... doesn't know what electricity is. No. No, not at all. That's okay. There's a rich tradition of that in comic stuff. Uh-huh. Like, he's back got in the magnet 60s... powers more than he has electric powers. Exactly. That's, that's the thing. Back in the 60s, they thought magnets could do anything, too. Well, and the thing is, early on, he would say, electromagnet, like, he would mm-hmm. he would talk us through how he can do that. And now it's just like, eh, magnets, whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. Fucking magnets. How do they work? <laughs> Those clowns are insane. <laughs> they recently did an episode of the uh, Harley Quinn show mm-hmm. where the Joker is uh, running for mayor and uh, his supporters called themselves the Sane Clown Posse. 
There were so many better things in that episode. That was not even like the 50th yeah. best joke in there. But, I, uh, I, I got to catch up on that show. That whole yes. opening credits theme song was so good. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. And the most recent episode, which took place mostly in Batman's mind, mm-hmm. I- I'm going to say maybe understood the fundamental idea of Batman better than any of the shows we're covering yep. here. Yep. Yep. In this throwaway comedy show. Mm-hmm. Just uh, pretty, like, di- out of nowhere, just like, oh, yeah, yeah, we could we could write a deep episode if we want. Mm-hmm. We just don't usually do that. We don't, we don't want to. Yeah. We want to turn people into dinosaurs. Uh-huh. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bad thing. Yes. Uh, Daisy watching three of her friends run off when there's a crime <laughs> and then seeing three people who look just like them on TV fighting that crime. Mm-hmm. Enough with the fucking secret identity bullshit already. Yeah, it's, it's, God. it's, it's just the worst. Yeah. Like it are, like I said, it already strained credibility when it was just Virgil, but mm-hmm. now there's three of them. Yep. There's three and of like, them. And like, like Flunk correctly called out. Oh, look. There's a new superhero in town the same time as there is a new girl at school that looks just like the superhero. And has the first three letters of the person's name. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't I didn't even realize that. that. You're right. She nice. Oh. She bang. Mm-hmm. Also, well, she um, a lot of things. Also, this show, uh, this show is not allowed to use the word bang anymore until it can use it more responsibly. <laughs> it's on timeout. I think I was told that she bang is a Ricky Martin uh, song, mm-hmm. which I I'm largely unf- I know Levita Loca, and I think yeah, that's it. I, I was hoping but, he was going to be a guest star in this episode. Yeah, yeah, it would be out of place with the Backstreet Boy, and mm-hmm. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, can, like uh, he would have been pretty big at this point, mm-hmm. so like it would have been a contemporary reference. So like I kind of like like yeah, it's a lame name, but uh, you know it has a couple of meanings at mm-hmm. least. So that's something. Yeah, uh, I, I did like. I like the name a lot. Yeah, I I don't because, like Maggie says, just bang. Yeah. Huh? Well, sure. But otherwise, like she's your good thing, right? This, yeah, this is my good thing. I uh, I really like everything about Shebang. Like her costume is great, her voice actor is great, mm-hmm. and her flippy powers are great. Uh, I ev- wasn't real clear on what her powers were. Like she's just she's got that Captain America thing where she's like, the, oh, like just. The best the perfect that a specimen. Person... Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. she's the best that a, a normal person could be. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, but... and, and uh, she's what is it? It's, she's kind of genetically or eugenically mm-hmm. modified or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Basically, the best like I can figure it is that she's like a robot, but made out of biological parts. Yeah. <laughs> so a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we just call that a person. Yeah, we call it a human robot. Al. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Does that mean old man Soong was building her to, Probably. to survive outside <laughs> to, by his to, pool? Yeah. Yep. To go and, uh, yeah, he has, uh, she has to stay inside the big sun tent. Yep. Oh, God. Her dad's going to get real mad and run over for Captain Picard. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> then he's going to start Project Zeta. Ugh. <laughs> Time to crack um, open the Zeta project. Uh-huh. Ugh. I mean... You, Maggie, you called it the the shady government dudes chasing her looked a lot like the the guys we've seen in the Batman Beyond crossovers. Oh with yeah, Zeta. like it's probably meant to connect to that. I mean, like this was like the late '90s, early aughts. Like every fucking TV show had like a shady government guy trying to capture the the kid. You know? Oh yeah. No, fucking... and I'm I'm real sick of that. But like I remember when Firestarter came out, mm-hmm. and it felt like kind of a fresh idea where you had like. Oh yeah, the government wants to use her special abilities for for nefarious purposes. Yep, to um something. But in these in these uh, series, I'm getting kind of tired. It's not mm-hmm. as played out as you know someone in the sewers is using children to do crime. But no, uh, it's pretty far up there. On the plus side, we haven't seen one of those in a while. So yeah, this show's long overdue for one. Yeah, they definitely are going to have one. Mm-hmm. I assume next week in like yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, my good thing, I really liked, uh, it, uh, uh, Flung pointed this out in his summary, like he, he static shocks, which is, it, yeah. it, fe- it really felt like that. It felt like he was like playing a video game and hit the right button combo and mm-hmm. did his special move or whatever. Yeah, like, I was getting, I, I've never was, watched the show, so I have no idea if, if this is exactly what happens, but I was getting a real Dragon mm-hmm. Ball vibe from it of him just like it, powering up and like mm-hmm. really like going for it. It felt new. Like it yeah. felt like, and that's, that's why it's my good thing is like. I think he was really pissed off at what was going on with uh, what's her name? Yeah, uh, Shanice. 
and he's like i got and like again good voice acting like mm-hmm. there's it's <laughs> i i noted this in my notes there's like there must have been script pages of like two or three pages of just grunts yep because static like doesn't say anything for two or three minutes it's just but like he sells it mm-hmm. he's just really concerned and angry and pushing himself and mm-hmm. and then he's fighting and but it's just the fact that he's pushing his powers probably to the limits, like to help this kid is yep. just I don't know, I really like that. Well, and it's like it's the Spider Man thing, right? Like he shuts up so you know he's pissed yes. off. Yes, exactly. And he pushes himself to push the big machine yeah. thing. To get Aunt May's medicine, I yep. guess. I don't I kind of fell apart there. Static's mm-hmm. gotta get uh, Aunt May's medicine because Peter's off doing Spider Man shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Maggie, what was, oh no, you did your bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flunk, what was your bad thing? Um, yeah, so the music is really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. And okay. it's not just that, like, there's people singing during cool action scenes, like, whatever, that's a stylist choice, but the songs are terrible. It's just, like, repeating the same one line over and over again, mm-hmm. and it gets old real quick and kind of ruins the cool action scenes. I mean... You've you've heard pop music, right? Yeah, there's a reason that you know. No, I know I it know. doesn't show up, and like they, that, this has never been in any other show or movie. Uh huh. I I always want to jump to the defense of this because I like the idea of it. That, I like this that, show being the one that doesn't use a score that instead uses stuff that sounds like popular music. Yeah, but, but it, I. I and can't deny that it doesn't work. You're right. Clearly, just, they, want they to like it. don't have money, and so they can't license real music. Um, yeah. They're which Warner is, Brothers. Which is fine, they just use, but just then maybe that means that catalog. the experiment doesn't work very well, because now you have to come up with your own sound-alikes that are, just don't sound good. But it's, it's Warner Brothers. Just use something you already own. Yeah. Like, Flunk, they've been doing that since Looney Tunes. Flunk, you're lucky that you weren't here for a Carmen Dillo episode because his theme is just rolling, 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 rolling. Well, that's just Limp There was, well, there was a song in this one that started out like the House of Pain song. Oh yeah. It starts out with "Pack It Up, Pack It In," and Maggie and I both made this like, okay, what's the next? No, that's it's not that song. Let me begin. Yeah. Don't leave me hanging like this, dude. Like, let me begin. And the other thing, too, like in the last episode, they didn't really do it and it worked better. And that's well, because that they, they were, were in. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because they were in a different, you know, different setting. And so they changed the music up a little bit. And that right. worked a lot better than this. Mm-hmm. I Like I say, I just I like the idea of it, but I don't think it works. But I wish it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I, like I said, it just sets the show apart from, you know, like Batman Beyond did like the, the uh, like industrial stuff, which I know, Maggie, you didn't like. I did. Yeah. Oh, that's the perfect. We've never agreed the on the Casio keyboard piece version of... of the Batman theme song that showed up on this show. I did not. Oh care yeah, for that it. is that is fucking rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, what I would have done for that is like a like sort of a light hip hop remix where it's like sampling the original and put record scratches. Like it'd be a little corny, but it would kind of fit the show. You mm. know what I mean? Like, but ah, whatever. Uh, I, I liked her costume as well. I thought what I, what I wrote down was she looks like Batgirl doing Magneto cosplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause she's got the cape and cowl, but she's got the Magneto colors. Yep. Is this anything and, guys? I, I yeah. guess. I mean, she looked cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good look. It's got uh, that, but... uh, like thrown together costume, but like it still works, you know? Yeah, no, and much like Virgil's, it looks like something a kid might actually mm-hmm. make and wear. Yeah, it's again. I I mentioned this several times, but I always compare it to to uh, Ramon Villalobos's work, where it looks like, oh, this isn't based in '30s like strong man, uh, you know, uh, traditions anymore. Yeah. You're actually updating it like a kid today might make. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like she doesn't just have like a costume with a cape like she has like a yeah. sheet that she stuck her head through mm-hmm. right uh what else uh let's see um i like that we got a metahuman that isn't a bang baby finally yeah yeah that was oh nice. yeah actually i like that too i like that a that yeah she wasn't a the bang baby yeah but also the reason she started superheroing is because she's like there's there's tons of powered people here in Dakota. Like I I don't yeah. have to hide. Like I can just say yep. I'm a bang baby. It's fine. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. I mean, I don't want to say bang baby, but I mean, no. Yeah. 
How'd you get your powers? I am also a bang baby. Uh, I am name is one of those. She bang. Mm -hmm. She bang. That's my name. Mm -hmm. She bang and the princess of power. You um, <laughs> you want to take another run at that one? Shebang? Is shebang better? Marginally better. The whole shebang. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see what else. I'm just angry about the backpack name. Backpack still. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the the Zeta Project guy trying to kidnap her um, sounded like they couldn't afford Patrick Warburton and got his non union mm -hmm. equivalent. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're trying to capture you. Uh, the uh, the pilot of the airplane sounded like they got some stand up comedian, and it, it wasn't, but it sounded like. Uh, uh, somebody said they couldn't afford to get Patton Oswalt. Mm -hmm. I thought it sounded like, and now I can't, uh, Adam Carolla. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, look, yeah, this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll fly the airplane. Yeah, my stanza. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, yeah. <laughs> I've written down here, I do enjoy seeing Richie humiliated, and yep. I don't even know what that was in reference to, but just generally speaking. Yeah, it happened a couple it, times, so. It doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You barely exaggerated in your summary. Mm -hmm. uh, like he's flying around with his rocket skates, which okay, but that's a thing. Rocket I guess. rollerblades, excuse yep, me. Yep, yep. But he's just like whoa, 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 doing that whole shtick, and it's just like, yeah. dude, yeah. you invent a gyro thing that'll keep you like in a straight line. Yeah, that's your thing. You invent stuff. Fucking go invent you, it. Yeah, your power is that you're smart. And he, he, he uh, wraps up uh, Hothead in one of his little uh, bang baby stoppers, which mm -hmm. Hothead immediately breaks. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you're not even good at the thing you're supposed to be good at. Yeah. Nope. You have one job. I mean, you have two jobs now, Richie, but I wish you only had one job. Yeah, and you volunteered yourself for this job. There was no opening. Yeah, no. I absolutely was not looking for annoying assistant. No, having annoying guy I could call on the walkie-talkie sometime was okay. Rich, Richie, I've worked with Batman. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me with this shit? Well, I said this last week. Can you imagine Richie being along for one of those Batman missions? Uh-huh. Just, like, you're embarrassing me in front of Batman. Touching every button oh. in the Batmobile. You, yep. You, you can wait in the car, actually. But, but not in the funny way like Harley Quinn would do? No. What's this do? He just... Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. terrible. Just terrible. It just starts the CD player. Mm-hmm. Which has bat dance in it, of course. Yeah, of course. Tongue caught in, uh, in the windshield wipers. <laughs> it's got yeah. uh, it's got bat dance, and it's also got uh, the penguin telling everybody that he hates Gotham. Mm, well, he's going to play the stinking city like a harp from hell. Those are the two CDs that Batman has in his glove box. Well, he has the cool uh, ability to scratch a CD like a record, mm -hmm. which you can't do. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's pointed that out before. Uh, Batman, do you All know right. how CDs work? I'm rich. I don't know how anything works. <laughs> Not to spoil everything from Harley Quinn, but uh, there's a yep, point where basically. someone asks Bruce, why don't you use all your money to give people, uh, like, buy people affordable housing? And he's like, poor people have to pay for housing? <laughs> so good. Yep. Oh, Bruce. Yep. Uh, just writing him as a clueless, absolutely clueless, privileged, rich person is just perfect. Oh, that's fucking funny. Yep. All right. Okay. Anything else? Uh, I think that's everything I got. Very well. Flunk, you got a quote? Uh, I do. Um, because apparently right. Shebang is everyone's grandfather. <laughs> hey, hothead, you should pull up your pants. I actually liked that line because I do remember that that fashion trend but the way they draw it here it doesn't look like it was intentionally left down a couple inches it looks like he's got his pants around his ankles yep yep it sure does it's so, like hey buddy like, oh. that that's not how we wear pants yeah with his rappy pants mm -hmm. ah. oh and i i wanted to point out that shanice's dad was played by uh, phil morris who was the lame johnny cochran riff jackie Childs and oh, uh, yeah. seinfeld but he's also cyborg's dad on doom patrol who's famously said the line my delicious son <laughs> 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 K 
can't believe they did I don't remember the exact line but it was something like they can't believe they did this to my boy my my beautiful delicious son <laughs> what it's weird that that's the weirdest thing that ever happened on Doom yes, Patrol that is the weirdest thing in Doom Patrol <laughs> and in I believe in that same episode a rat makes out with a cockroach <laughs> uh. So, uh, earlier in the show, Maggie mentioned turning everyone into dinosaurs, mm-hmm. which actually is a segue into something Flunk is involved with. Yeah, so it is. Uh, yeah, so me and my brother Brian have our um, our podcast, uh, New and a Bit Alarming, where we review remakes, adaptations, uh, updates, reboots, blah, 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 and any way you can tell a story in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our current uh, series is called Another Castle, because we are reviewing the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, um, which is a interesting movie to say the least. Mm-hmm. Boy, you ain't kidding. Nineteen ninety-three, Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, and Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper and Mojo Nixon as Toad. Oh right, Jesus. the role he was born to play. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. So that's there's that. You can go and, and mm-hmm. hear us. And our uh, the other uh, Super Lynch brother David is also going to be there the entire time. So uh, oh, nice. yeah. Uh, first that, you can find is... that uh, first episode is out, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Ah, very good. And uh, yeah, go find that wherever you find your wherever you found this. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you find it, I don't know. <laughs> right don't next to this. I'm assuming so, yeah. if you're listening to this, you know how to find a podcast. Well, I mean, we have a we have a, a website. It is mm-hmm. kidslovebatman.com. That way people can find the show just by putting that in there. And you know, maybe I'm an old man, maybe maybe I the internet doesn't work the way it used to, but uh, uh you I feel need like an that's app probably now. important. Mm-hmm. To have to, uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not giving them a dedicated streaming platform for our content. That is a foolish way to go. Uh, uh but you can watch this show for now anyway on uh on HBO Max until they decide they don't want it anymore, I yep. guess. Yep. Any day now. Any yeah. day now. I mean, Static Shock can't be on, on the high list of like properties they want to keep alive, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that they want to keep any properties alive that I can tell. Yeah, if, oh, if I'm they sure can't Batman's fine. keep a Batman movie starring Michael Keaton alive, then not much hope no, for but Static they, Shock. Uh, they certainly want to keep, show, keep making a Flash movie starring a kidnapper. <laughs> yeah, but that's also got Michael Keaton as Batman in it. Yeah, you know what? Fair. Hmm. I'm real Maybe. salty about that Batgirl thing, by the you way. Should be. Oh no, no, I think that's shitty, and I don't give a fuck about the Flash. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing Michael Keaton as Batman again. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I told you our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, as ever, uh, if you want to write to us, it is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. Uh, as we've been pointing out, we are flying through this show. We'll be done with it in a few weeks, like I don't know, six, eight weeks, something yeah. like that. So, and then we'll be answering your mail. So, mm-hmm. uh, please write to us if you are inclined to. Uh, let's see. We are on Twitter. I am at Algar. I'm at, at Maggie Robots. I am at Flonk2. Two for some reason. Mm-hmm. We know the reason. It's Plambert. He sucks. That jerk. Yeah. Uh, and that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala, bang babies. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.